Okay, with Deep Mahatra, uh, the Dendroverse is the short film. It's uh, four minutes long. It's uh, it's a was it? It's a fifty-hour film challenge film, correct? Yeah, that's right. Yep, it was made in fifty hours. Yeah, it was made in fifty hours. So you did get uh, the theme. I guess the true usually when these contests happens, that it has to be about something. So you can't kind of cheat and just bring in your old script. And so, what were the fear? Was the the motivating kind of thematic? I guess right. 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 So, uh, I mean, it's basically in 50 hours, you got to do everything, writing the script to, you know, in pre-production to production and post. So, yeah, the, the concept was fear and the time starts clicking with the with the concept given to you. So that was the concept given to us. I could actually finish it off before 50 hours, maybe around 45 hours or so. Yeah. So you yeah. but but it, that's it. it was just fear. Did you have to add any other elements to to the film? Yeah, so it was phobia, fear that, uh, you know, it was just a generic uh, concept. So I thought I would just turn that around and make it into something really different. And I started Googling about, uh, you know, what are the various fears that you could. And this hit me around was, uh, you know, about Dendroverse. And I thought this would be something very interesting that I could talk about with some kind of a message in the end. So, yeah, that was it. So it's like kind of overcoming your fears, I guess, right? That's what's happening. Yeah, overcoming your fears and anything. I mean, people have made movies around also generally about, you know, fear or anything related to, you know, it could be ghost stories or any kind of phobia that we would have. So in your film, in the beginning of your film, you got kind of like uh, like stones or something falling on the sky and you even go in someone's house and it's like everything's falling. So I'm assuming you didn't do that for real, that you didn't. Yeah. <laughs> you had 50 hours just for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm usually I, I like movies with a twist. I mean, since. But no, in terms I, of the execution of like of like how you did, like even the bugs coming out of the ground and the snakes, like was this all special effects? Was all, all, all you did? Yeah, it was all special effects and uh, quick editing that I could do. And uh, I had taken like, you know, these are all effects that I used in real time. So I shot it and I put those effects later on. And in many cases, they was like, you know, put in, in a mesh kind of a thing and masked it around. So yeah, uh, most of the things were shot and, uh, you know, put on later. So that's this is the one man show. You did this, you did everything yourself. Yeah, I did it all on myself, on my phone. So yeah. I, on I your phone. I, I I did it. I did it on the phone and edited on the phone too. So yeah, you edited everything on the phone. So you kind of just did yeah. everything. Kind of went out. Kind of wrote like a loose script. Kind of shot some moments, and then you kind of knew you were thinking yeah. fourth dimensionally, and you kind of knew where you're going to add to the film. I guess. So I mean, when when you put up with these kind of challenges, I guess I mean going to a detailed script and then shooting it. I always think if you want to make it like an impactful movie in four minutes, because we have like a limit of four to five minutes only, uh, putting in dialogues and all the kind of stuff takes a while. So I thought let's make it a very punching. Every scene should be impactful in that four minutes. And uh, yeah, I mean, I could do that. I edited on a, a on a on a editing uh, software called Splice. And, uh, you know, the special effects was added by other softwares and all the kind of stuff. So I just merged it around and made it into one. So then then, 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 then after, like, kind of the sequences, there's a character who looks an awful lot like, like you. He looks like, just almost like you. Might, it might be your brother. And he, <laughs> you wake up from your sleep 
and you kind of like it's all kind of a dream and it's like what you're kind of the fears you have i guess right yeah i, I guess that was the most difficult shot that i had was the starting shot uh when i get up uh, because i had to self shoot it yeah so you, oh it's you, you. okay yeah yeah all thing <laughs> so there was no one else in the movie it's just me who's shooting it editing it and directing it so yeah. i had to be very well timed with you know closing my eyes and taking that shot it's few seconds but i need to have a very stable hand for that and uh, yeah i i could do it i i took like three or four takes on it and i took the best one out and gotcha. i got that out yeah so the, it's the, the India Film Project. It's IFF. So this is something that you were done before or this is the first time? Yeah. No, the, there's a, there's another. Uh, previous year also I had put in a movie. Uh, it called uh, It's called A Stop for Nothing. It was around the COVID. And it had a very similar kind of thing wherein a person is stuck in a room. And, you know, he's, he's getting those hallucinations and all that kind of stuff. And how it ends in the fact that these hallucinations was because he was quarantined. And, uh, you know, it, it ends with a message again. And uh, yeah, it, it was uh, actually then I put in into a lot of film festivals and it got really appreciated in the International Film Festival circuit. And uh, I think so it, will, like, it, it got selected around some 12 or 15 odd film festivals that time. And I thought this time around, I would do very selective. And when I came across uh, your film festivals, I was looking for feedback, you know. Yeah. And this was the perfect kind of platform that I had uh, around that. And I haven't actually uh, opened this movie on YouTube yet. Uh, you know, my first one is there on YouTube. Uh, the reason for that is I wanted all of this, you know, noise around the movie to first come up yeah. and then make it, you know, available for people to watch it. So, okay. So you're, I'm, I'm on your Twitter feed. I'm uh, sorry, your uh, Instagram feed right now. you got a pretty, pretty sizable following and yeah. you've, uh, and you, but you do some like uh there's a nice shot of you like talking to a class. So you basically you've written, wrote a book, I guess, right? Like about yeah. Entre entrepreneur. Yeah. So I am actually, uh, uh, by default, I'm an entre entrepreneur. I'm entrepreneurial by default. That's what I call myself. Uh, but I've started uh, my first venture when I was 20 years old. And then I got into uh, Google. I was the first guy on board for Google. Then I was a senior director with myspace.com. And then I did my own incubation for startups. And now I'm running my own show. Uh, it's basically a co-working space and I, you know, basically invest in startups. Uh, so I've written a book during the COVID time. Uh, it is around my journey of entrepreneurship and all. But my first love has always been movie making. And uh, since the time I remember I was 10 or maybe even earlier, I've started, you know, I always wanted to make movies. I didn't get into that straight up because I thought, like, let's first make money. And, uh, you know, then when you make that thing and then you can produce your own movies and that's the stage I am in right now. So, yeah, writing is what I love. And I've written about entrepreneurship and uh, and that also I've written about, you know, how movie making is my passion and all the kind of stuff. Yeah. So I do a lot of these lectures and videos around that bit. So you okay, so you started uh, you started at Google. Like what year were you at Google? 2005. Okay, so that's so, when it just started taking off, I guess, right? Yeah. So I, I was one of the first guys on board for India. So for I set India? up Google operations in India. I was uh, uh, one of the first guys in the founding team for India. So 2005 to 2008, uh, we set up the operations. I was involved in hiring a lot of people. And from that, uh, it became really huge. And then I I'm, I come in from a thing wherein I li like to be in startups. So then I thought it became too big and I just wanted to get into another big one. So Did you, uh, did you pick up some stock options though? 
Oh, I do. I I, I still have it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so yeah, we have the stock options and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's, it's doing good. Of course, the market has gone down now. So what it was valued maybe eighteen months back, it's come down a little bit by around thirty percent. It's still gonna be gold. Like it's it's yeah, it's gonna yeah. be. Yeah. Let's 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 keep our fingers crossed. Yeah, <laughs> it'll go better. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the way things chat GPT and all the kind of stuff is coming up. Uh, so I, I, I just hope. <laughs> Who's going to compete against Google in terms of search engines? It's like. Right, right now. Uh, have you heard of chat GPT? Chat uh, GPT. It's no. an AI based. Uh, so check it out. I mean, it's, it's crazy. You can actually write a script by just writing a few words and just say, write a script for me on the basis of this. And it'll come up with a hundred words or thousand word script or whatever you want it to do. So but that's not a search engine though, right? That's it's, not a... it, it can. So what they are predicting is that rather than you searching for stuff, you can tell that AI to do that stuff for you. So it can tell you to, you can tell it to write a code rather than searching for a code, you know? So that's the next level of uh, thing that people are predicting because AI is going to be big. So, you know, uh, all Google, Facebook, all of these guys need to actually buckle up and get into that because it's taking up to the next level by itself, even for content creators or even for movie makers for that matter. You know, it's, it's going to be a different ball game in a few years. So I see that as a challenge, but Google being Google, they might just, buy over yeah they're gonna buy the buy the site yeah it'll be like okay they'll put in a few billion dollars and do do that so let's see that'll be interesting yeah so okay so i'm on the site right now that's pretty that's pretty cool it's kind of mind it's like part of the cliche it's kind of mind-blowing in a sense yeah you can just 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 write in saying write a story of 100 words involving anything that you wanted to say like write a love story uh, of hundred words uh, involving Jack and Jill, and it'll write you that story, you know. And then you can just look at it and you make make your changes. So for content creators and copywriters and all that kind of stuff, this is going to be like a really big challenge, you know. So it opened. It launched like we're doing this podcast in January two thousand twenty three. So it launched a couple months ago. It launched November thirtieth to twenty two, yeah. right? And it's it, I think so. In five days, it got some uh, one million users. One million so, users? Yeah, in five days. You know, that's that's where it hit a lot of publicity and all that kind of stuff. So it's been really interesting. And it's very addictive. I mean, start if you're into content writing and all, you start writing poems or say you wanted to do this and it'll just write you that, you know, whatever elements that you wanted to write. Uh, so it's, it's it's interesting. I think so that's next level. It's going to be really interesting. Yeah, so I'll, I'll take a look at that. So then, then tell me about MySpace. When did you start MySpace? Because people don't even people under thirty five don't even know what MySpace is. But I, I know it was, it, was, it was it was huge, like it, it was, was the big yeah. Yeah, so two thousand eight is when I joined in MySpace. I was so that's when it was just kind of kind of tumbling down, I guess. Right. It was actually no. It was into an expansion mode into international markets. So what had happened at that time is they were actually expanding into lot of international markets per se. So we, at that time itself, in that year, if I'm not mistaken, we launched in some around 12 to 15 odd countries. So it, it was huge expansion mode. And then suddenly Facebook just hit in, you know, like what we're talking about, chat GPT right now. And at that time, Facebook was not that huge at all. Uh, it was, I think, so Hi-Fi and uh, there was another one. So they were the ones who were the bigger Friendster. You know, they, they were the guys who were doing really good. And Facebook was like just around the corner. 
And suddenly it just blew up. And uh, MySpace was all about content, content creators, music creators per se. And Facebook just took a trajectory to something totally else, uh, else wherein they could actually involve more people. And I think so. That's 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 the time. Say by 2011 or so, things were very much you know on the downfall for that. And I think so that's when I quit and I set up my own. You know, I did my own co-working. So I run a co-working space now. Uh, I think there should of- be. I think there should be uh, an extensive like series about MySpace because I think that they were onto something. No, I like I because I, I started doing this in 2007. So MySpace was my friend. It yeah. kind of helped me launch what I'm doing now, but basically, but it was like, it was pure creativity because people can do whatever they wanted on their page. Right. Not like, yeah. like uh Facebook, which had its own little, which, which kind of did things for you in a sense. Right. Yeah. And it took yeah. all your information. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so my face was very uh, linear in that pace and it, it was lot it was about, spam, but it was a spam yeah. that ruined it. Yeah, that and I think so. Also, I mean, the UI wasn't great. You know, if you look at the user interface of a Facebook right now versus what MySpace was there back then, yeah. it was. Really but they could have fixed that, though. Yeah, they could have. But uh, I feel my my take on that is that you know, uh, MySpace DNA was a media company. They were never a tech company person. Gotcha. Okay. And and that's where I think so they lost the game. You know, when you look at Facebook or a Google for that matter, they are tech companies. You know, a tech company will always win over a media company in a technology space. And that's where the, you know, the fall through happened, wherein they were not actually, you know, uh, inventing or getting in at the next level with technology, while Facebook was far ahead, you know, though yeah. they were very, very basic at initial stage, but they knew how to get new users and get into that engagement and all that stuff. Well, you know, MySpace was more about content, visuals, uh, you know, your music bands, all of that bit. But that's somewhere again, the UI wasn't great. And uh, that's the reason why they couldn't fix it. And uh, when News Corp took over it, again, it is a media company who was owning it. Yeah, so it 500 million, happened. I remember they bought it, right? Yeah, yeah. But they did make their money because the revenues that MySpace was getting alone from Google AdSense was crazy on a yearly basis. Uh, so on that basis- well, Google AdSense, yeah. Yeah, so they were getting that bit, but somewhere down the line, yeah, it's 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 pretty bad that they couldn't actually get into the better UI. If yeah. they would have launched it, uh, things would have been totally different because they had the DNA that you know that pop culture DNA, yeah, which you know which even Facebook doesn't have. Like Facebook is on the downturn right now, you know. Uh, no one wants to be on Facebook. It's only like the like TikTok is the new, I guess, is the new TikTok. New- Instagram is still there, you know. Oh, Instagram, Instagram for sure, yeah. 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 So, so somewhere, uh, you know, MySpace had that DNA. But Facebook of, owns Instagram, right? So exactly. Yeah. So any, I mean, they have the money to do that, uh, and that is, I think, so the greatest acquisition that their Facebook did. Similarly, if you look at Google, they, the greatest acquisition that they did was YouTube. You know, and oh, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was, I was, I was on Google that time when they bought over uh, uh, YouTube. And everyone was like, that's a crazy valuation. And why should you buy this company for that? And now you look, YouTube is actually earning them the lot of revenue. That's the best thing that ever happened to them. And of course, like many things, but that's like, I mean, in terms of investment wise, that's like, it everybody knows while. YouTube, right? It, the brand was already there. 
it it takes a while in technology it takes a while to get your money's worth same with whatsapp if you look at facebook you know buying that out for a you know huge price and now they are actually owning it so it's not facebook which is the future it's either whatsapp or instagram yeah. you know so no, but that's that's, that's that's the analogy with google meaning that that they can basically they're so powerful they can buy like you're talking about G- chat G- gpt they can buy it like tomorrow yeah. with, with overvalue. So whoever ran the company, say the movie, it's worth a hundred million dollars. Now they'll just buy it for $500 million because they can yeah. afford it. Right. Yeah. Like we never know. Maybe they're still talking as, as we are talking, maybe in their closed doors, they are giving an offer yeah. because it is serious. I mean, if you, it's so addictive, do try it out after our, our call that, you know, it is so addictive, okay. and especially for content creators. It's going to be a very different level. You know, it's so easy to get into that, you know, building that copyright and all kinds of stuff would be really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely look at it. No, because you're kind of a fascinating guy to talk to because it's like, it's like going back to business where like, say, you know, GE, the company GE, they, they made toasters, right? But yeah. then they got so powerful, they they were smart. They ended up buying all these other companies, including NBC, Universal. And basically, so, and it's sort of like, that's what Google can do. It's like they can... They, even if Google say people don't search anymore, which won't happen, or say someone takes over them, they already can buy all these companies, yeah. swallow up of these companies. And so their original kind of idea, the original powerhouse of the search engine is like 50 years from now, people are like, oh, they were a search company. But you know what I mean? Because they've already, they're evolving because there's exactly. buying the companies. It's all about the acquisition. You know, that's yeah. how they will stay relevant. You know, even if you look at Google Earth for that matter as an acquisition, most of the companies that they have actually got into the big level would be a big acquisition that they've done yeah. and what they made out of it. So it's all about that right now. Cause you always, like, I'm just talking businesses. You always wonder about like, like say blockbuster, which could have been, could have been, um, yep. could have been uh, Netflix. Cause yeah. they were, they were worth billions. Right. But for some reason they didn't do that. They didn't, they didn't change over. They didn't buy Netflix either. And then they just went, they went under. It's so, it's amazing what they didn't do. So, yeah. One thing about technology that uh, it, it changes really fast before you know it. You know, if you look at iPhones or if you look at our smartphones, 10 years back, it was not even that relevant, you know, and now suddenly you can't live without it. So yeah. we think that it takes a long period of time to adapt and all that stuff. But actually, when you look back, it happens really quick, you know. So like if you're talking about this, like ChatGPT, for an example, again, the it, it will be shocked maybe two years down the line we'll be like oh fine it, it grew really quick and no one can predict that you know yeah. somewhere down the line it happens really so fast that it becomes a part and parcel of your life and yeah we should be aware if once you become really big like if you take the blockbusters example uh you need to be aware that who can kill your business and if that person is going to kill your business or that business is going to kill your business you should acquire it and that's what a Google and Facebook and Amazon of the world are smart enough to do. Yeah. So, so yeah, thanks, thanks for that business chat because it's, it's I find it, I <laughs> yeah. find it fascinating. So, because yeah. that's what my yeah my my space is the great the great unknown, right? And so, yeah, <laughs> we should make a we should make a series on that. Actually, <laughs> you should make a series on that because you yeah, understand I, business I will, and you're yeah, a filmmaker. I should, ping, I, I, I should ping Chris and uh, all those guys and Tom and like you know let's let's make a series around this. Well, they're they, they're just living in Hawaii, or whatever, doing nothing because yeah. they, they they got they split their five hundred million dollar paycheck, right? So I'm sure, I'm sure, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but you okay? So you're a filmmaker now. Obviously, you know business. And uh, so, what did you think about like uh, we send you? Um, 
the audience feedback video for your film. What did you think about what the audience had to say? I really loved it. I was blown away with that, frankly speaking, because frankly, I've never got like a feedback. I made a couple of short movies and never got like a, you know, feedback per se. You show it to your friends and you get certain likes around and all yeah. that stuff. Uh, but getting, you know, uh, reviewers to actually give a video feedback, I think so is great. And I actually wrote that in the interview too. This is fairly unique. And this is something that every short filmmaker should put their movie onto because you get like uh, and what i was really happy about is that they got the concept so it was not like anyone who's just watching it they actually got the concept around it they got the ups and downs of it and few of the feedbacks that i got is like you know uh, the opening st- uh, shot that we were talking about you know uh, 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 i i forget uh, one of, one of the girls did say that it it felt like you're watching like a video game you know the starting yeah. opening shot and that is what i wanted to do you know i i wanted the audience to actually think that they are in the movie and uh you know that that was bang on so it just really made me really happy and i was really encouraged that with the fact that i'm on the right track like my last two decades have been all about business and building businesses and now i'm getting back to what i really love is movie making so you're always not sure like are you on the right track and when i actually presented the movie and the, i got those uh, reviews i thought great I, it was really encouraging and uh, it gave me a, a goosebumps around the fact that, you know, I should be doing more of this. And yeah, 100%. This is not bad. <laughs> so, yeah. But one, to, fin- to, to turn it all around, uh, one would assume that the, an AI can do give feedback for, for your yeah. film. <laughs> okay, yeah, exactly. It cannot. It, but it, you have to feed in. So there, there is another AI-based, uh, uh, I forget the name of it, and you can type anything and it'll be a person talking. So you can make your video presentation and you can give the entire script and the person will actually, you know, just do the lip sync around it. Yeah. And it's pretty interesting. I'll send you a link of that. I, you never know. They won't be able to give the feedback for sure. <laughs> you need the human touch to it. You need the, like, so no matter what in life, there will always be part of, I could be wrong. You never know. Right. But there, <laughs> one would assume that you need, there's always going to be a human element, I guess, to things, I guess. Right. Yeah. Movie is an art-based form. You cannot convert that into technology, I feel. You know, movies, uh, writing, uh, you know, whatever that you do, which is art-based, is very difficult to replicate in AI or artificial intelligence. Yeah. it's it, Well, that's the next thing for someone who made a sci-fi film. I was talking to a couple of days. They showed at the festival where a new AI is kind of creating original content, creating, being a creator themselves, being an artist themselves. Right. So that's like that, that just, that just changes everything, I guess. But I don't, I don't think that that's possible. But then again, we're in 2023. I didn't think a lot of things were possible. So, you know, right. True. True. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you so much for your conversation. Thanks for your candor. And uh, I want to read your book and I'm going to take out, check out your book and uh, take a gander at it. Yep, de- definitely. I'll send you a copy if, uh, if you send me your details and it'll, it'll be great. I'll, yeah. I'd love to get a, I'll love to get a review on that too, you know. <laughs> you send, me, send, me a, send me a copy, I'll, I'll devour yeah. it pretty quickly. Sure, sure, sure. Just, just send me your, uh, your coordinates and I'll send you a signed copy of that. And, uh, you know, I would love to get a, a, a review around that. And I would love to put in further movies with the, the film festival because I've been like waiting for this. And uh, I know if I can put my previous one, uh, but it was shot in 2020. I don't know. 
Is there a time limit? No, you, you could definitely do that for sure. Yeah. So let's do that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. Good. Have a good cool. day. I appreciate your time. And uh, let's Thank talk you. again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Let's